Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Morning at 730 on Wall Street. I'm Michael McKee, along with Tom Keene. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Here's... A couple of things happening uh, in the company's space that you'll want to know about before trading starts in about two hours from now. Best Buy, not good news for them. Uh, earnings per share, $1.53 for the most recent quarter, better than the $1.39 that was forecast, but that's on fourth quarter profit that was 7.7% weaker than in the same quarter a year ago. Investors shrugging off $20 billion in losses, rewarding two of North America's biggest natural gas producers yesterday. Chesapeake Energy and Encana rose 23% each. Lloyds Banking Group raising its dividend, introducing a special payout and indicating it may have reached the end of charges for wrongly sold payment protection insurance. It cost it $5.6 billion last year. And Anheuser-Busch InBev reported fourth quarter earnings that missed analyst estimates. Americans apparently drank less beer. Hard to believe, but apparently true. Now let's bring in John Tucker and take a look at the latest world and national headlines. John. And Michael Houston will be the site of tonight's Republican presidential debate with Donald Trump rivals getting one more chance to try and derail the GOP frontrunner before Super Tuesday. There's a state of emergency in Virginia. That's where four people were killed after tornadoes damaged homes and left thousands without power across the state. China's defense ministry says the commander of U.S. forces in the Pacific smeared China while seeking additional defense funding for the U.S. Congress. A spokesman strongly criticized Admiral Harry Harris Jr.'s testimony before Congress this week in which Harris said China was militarizing the South China Sea. And a Coast Guard vessel overturned after it was sent to assist a fishing boat that ran aground in an inlet off New York City. The crew of the Coast Guard vessel and those aboard the fishing boat did make it safely to shore early this morning. Global news, 24 hours a day. Powered by 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. I'm John Tucker. Michael. Thank you, John. Time now for the Ray Katina Auto Group Bloomberg NBC Sports Update. Here's John Stashauer. John. All right, Mike, latest Nick lost last night at Indiana, a game where they led at halftime, tied going to the fourth quarter. They had three-point shots in the last two seconds that would have either tied the game or given them the lead. Neither went in. The Pacers won 108-105. Paul George, 27 points, all but two in the second half. Kristaps Porzingis scored 22, but Carmelo Anthony had only 14 on five of 20 shooting. Both missed threes down the stretch, and the Knicks suffered their 13th loss in the last 15 games. But Porzingis called it a moral victory. I think today we got back to to the team that, that we are actually are. We were playing physical. We were not letting guys you know, push us around. And, we, and um, that's that's the team we, we are, and that's the team we got to be every night. And so I think from now, this is the game that we can build on and, and go from here. Back at the Garden tomorrow to play Orlando. Golden State got a combined 65 points from the all-star backcourt of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. A win at Miami raises the Warriors' record to 51-5. and They called it the biggest game between Catholic schools in St. John's and Georgetown in 1985. Fifth-ranked Xavier avenged a 31-point loss earlier in the year to Villanova, knocked off the top-ranked Wildcats 90-83. to With the Bloomberg NBC Sports Update, I'm John Stashauer. Thank you, John. Uh, 
Let's check the driver of the markets. Oil, West Texas 3208 is down two-tenths of a percent. Brent crude 3414 is off by eight-tenths of a percent and, oddly enough, not having an impact. Futures are higher in the United States. Stocks are higher in Europe. We'll talk with Vince Piazza from Bloomberg Intelligence about oil coming up here on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg Surveillance. I'm Michael McKee, along with Tom Keen. As I mentioned, S&P futures are up by four points, two-tenths of a percent. Same gain for Dow e-mini futures. They're up 31 points. Uh, NASDAQ 100 e-minis up five points, tenth of a percent. The stock 600 in Europe up six points right now. That is a 1.9% gain on the day. So green on the screen, except for in China, where we uh, did see a 6% decline today. That's the outlier, but it hasn't affected everyone else right now. Right now, let's check in with Bob Moon, the Bloomberg NJIT STEM report, brought to you by New Jersey Institute of Technology, partnering with government and industry to apply the university's world-class research assets to innovate and spur economic growth. Learn more at NJIT.com. Robert? Michael, good morning. At 735 on Wall Street, here's what's making news in science, technology, engineering, and math. We would if we could, but we can't. That's the essence of Tim Cook's argument against helping the FBI crack into a terrorist iPhone. As the clock ticks toward a California court's deadline to respond tomorrow, the Apple chief was interviewed by ABC News and explained that it's not a matter of just opening up the phone, but rewriting special software code to reverse Apple's carefully crafted privacy protections. If we knew a way to get the information on the phone that we haven't already given, if we knew a way to do this that would not expose hundreds of millions of other people to issues, we would obviously do it. And Cook told ABC News the government is going too far. What is at stake here is can the government compel Apple to write software that we believe would make hundreds of millions of customers vulnerable around the world, including the U.S.? The government claims it only wants access to one dead terrorist encrypted smartphone, while Cook says this will obviously lead to unlimited requests. He says his company is standing tall on principle and argues that there's probably more information about you on your phone than there is in your house. And that's this morning's Bloomberg NJIT STEM report. Michael. Hope nobody's torturing my phone. <laughs> Give up everything they know. Bob Moon, thank you very much. Vince Piazza uh, is in charge of our coverage of the oil and energy industry for Bloomberg Intelligence. And we asked him to come by because we've been talking a lot about uh, the influence of oil on the markets and where we go from here, especially a month ahead of when the banks all uh, reset the loans mm -hmm. that they have made to uh, energy uh, exploration and production companies. And so what we wanted to do is uh, is kind of get uh, caught up with you, Vince, because it's been a little while, about where we are. Uh, with I know it's impossible to predict prices, basically, but um, we were talking with a guest earlier this week who said uh, prices could go to $10 a barrel because the, the marginal cost of just turning on the tap is still so low, even if we cut back on uh, new wells out there? Well, I think that is in part true. Um, what we have seen of late, we've ha we have seen a few green shoots. So the net petroleum draw that uh, we saw on Wednesday uh, was a step in the right direction. Um, crude did build, but the refined product side, uh, they all declined. So net-net, you had a, a small, modest draw uh, production continues to bleed down, uh, modest as well, but still continues to bleed down. 
Uh, what you really need to see is a better sentiment on the uh, demand side. Uh, right now, the imbalances remain wide, and investor indifference to the space remains wide as well. Uh, so still a lot of wood to chop. I've used that term several times here. But you still have, across the petroleum value chain, uh, significant imbalances that you need to work through. Uh, crude, 36% above the five-year average. This is known on the products side themselves, gasoline, and also distillates quite robust relative to the five-year average. We're coming into uh, I'm in the process of, of, of a seasonal maintenance. Uh, so you yeah. still have some some negative headwinds to push through, but there are some green shoots uh, that we do see in front of us, perhaps. Everybody's saying, uh, you know, no deal on cutting output from OPEC and non-OPEC companies uh, countries. But did the cap uh, agreement announced uh, last week, uh, did that put a floor under oil? Because we really haven't seen a big drop since then. Well, I, I really can't agree with the argument that uh, the freeze provided a positive inflection because when you think about uh, Russian output, um, it's doubtful that that growth could have been much more significant. Um, and uh, Saudi capacity, uh, it's doubtful that uh, they could have raised this, uh, turned the spigot on even more. Um, so I don't see how that can be viewed as a significant positive. Net, net, you still have Iranian capacity that's coming on, uh, and you still have growth from Iraq. So you still have on a global basis these imbalances uh, uh, promoted by OPEC and its willingness to continue uh, to produce. We've got uh, just about 30, 40 seconds left, so I have to ask this quickly, but uh, the, the bankruptcy situation a month from now. Uh, what we have seen, um, what we have seen is uh, continuing pressure on the operators, especially those that uh, have not hedged coming into 2016. There is a view that uh, additional cap capex cuts are coming in order to uh, bring cash flow more in line with capex. Uh, but there is stress in the system, and the operators are doing what they can to continue to stay in the fight. But there will be. Uh, ongoing stress on uh, some of the higher-yield operators. All right, well, we got to have you back talk more about that as we get closer uh, to March. Uh, well, we're very close to March. As we get into March, and we have to uh, start thinking about uh, whether the banks are going to start pulling their loans or not. Vince Piazza from Bloomberg Intelligence, thanks very much for coming in and joining us today. West Texas, 3206, Brent, 3412, and we were talking about gasoline, gasoline futures at a dollar one right now. Retail gas 172 a gallon this is bloomberg radio bloomberg surveillance brought to you by scnb the bank for business is on the move are you looking for the right banking partner go to scnb.com to learn more now open in long island city get your business moving with scnb